Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, AP18 himself, Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my left, g Dub himself, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin here once again, back for a seventh season to talk about the comics coming out this week. Uh, game three in our game of co-hosts, uh, a little bit about uh, Disney Plus Marvel show called uh, She-Hulk. And you know what, guys? <laughs> did you not click record? No, I did. I oh. did. Um, I was so focused on making sure I was caught up with Saga, which I was Saga. I was already caught up. I just had to catch up on Nidalee class. I did not read Trillium. So, Son of a But bitch. you guys can talk me... about it, and I'll catch up for next week. Okay. Because I've read it before, so I know what the fuck's going on. Uh, Trillium Book Club. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later today. But we're actually going to start off. This is unprecedented. Season 7, uh, a sea of changes, I'm calling it. That's our subtitle. Uh, the first change here is usually we start off with some kind of either that trailer we would have talked about or we would have went right into the forecast. But we're actually going to start with the game first because uh, part of this game today is this is how it's going to work. You know, not a lot of people know about this this earth that we live on. Right, Alex? Nobody knows. Oh, you, know, fuck. you know how many countries you know we have? How many be. how many uh, continents do we have? How many oceans do we have? Pretty basic questions. But even if you get a little bit more specific than that, people uh, fail right away. And I thought instead of asking you two questions, which I do all the time, one of you gets the opportunity to answer your own questions, and then the other person is going to have hashtag SLS one answer your questions for you. Uh, who's going to do that? Uh, we'll do a little toss of the coin. And uh, we'll figure it out. Actually, I think uh, Suri here can um, roll a dice for me. So do you want odds or evens, Garrett? Evens. Evens. Okay, I'm going to roll the dice. She's going to give me a number. If it's evens, Garrett gets to answer his own questions. If it's odds, Alex gets to answer his own questions. And the other person gets Corey as your answering substitute. Uh, substitute. Hey, Suri. Roll a six-sided die for me. It's six. Six. So you said evens, Garrett? Yep. All right. So it's going to be Garrett and Corey. Corey will be answering for Alex. This is going to suck. Alex, you cannot influence his answer whatsoever. You just have to sit. You can comment on it after I give him if whether or not it's correct or not. Uh, but while the question's being asked and while he's answering, I need complete silence from your side. Otherwise, I'm going to automatically give Garrett an extra point. Fuck yes. <laughs> All right, Corey, please be good. <laughs> Hello, this is Hashtag Gestos One. How may I help you? Guest host one, uh, a little game for you today, uh, giving you a call because uh, on this show right now, we're having the battle of the co-host here, and I'm going to upgrade one of these guys to host with me, uh, but in order to get there, i got to figure out who's the best one. I'm just going to not pick somebody who's, you know, i got to run them through the fucking ringer, you understand? And so I understand. we're doing a trivia game today. It's all geography trivia, and today's twist oh, on the game is one of them gets to answer their own questions, and the other person gets you to answer their questions for them. And oh, we, fuck. we did a random dice roll earlier, <laughs> and Garrett won the ability to answer his own question. So you will be answering questions for Alex. 
No, I wanted it the other way around. <laughs> no. So did I. I. I don't want your dead weight. This is perfect because if he would have got, Garrett, if you would have got Corey, he just would have missed him on purpose. Right. Now That's Alex true. is in the, the hot seat and he's going to feel bad if he misses it for Alex because Alex so is up two games I, to zero. This I, could be where Alex falls behind. Should I pretend this by saying that in every one of my geography classes, I didn't pay attention and played Temple Run instead? Yes. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Corey, I'm going to let you know, no matter how this happens, you're still my friend. You're still my bro. Okay, perfect. All right. Hey, and just uh side note, I am all caught up on Amazing Spider-Man, and I did it today, so be proud of me. Whoa. Uh, Guys. Comic fan. Holy shit. Corey caught up. Uh, I'm all caught two up. Two of you. I'm going to ask you alternating questions. I'm going to start with Corey. Yes, yes, but sorry. Six questions each. We have a a tiebreaker if needed. But here's the first question for Corey. Guess this one. If you need me to repeat, let me know. um, Most of these do not have multiple choice. They're just a straight up question. Okay. Question number one for you, Corey. Which state is located between Maine and Vermont? Maine and Vermont. Uh, so Maine, Vermont. <laughs> um, God, it's not Rhode Island. Where or is it? Wait, is it New Jersey? I'm gonna go with New Jersey. Final answer. Yes. Incorrect. It's no. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> God damn it. Well, By Alex way, got that wrong. By the way, I can't help you. So. Yeah, Alex, Alex cannot help you. But he can't comment now. Uh, Alex, any words? I knew that one. Okay. Next one here. for <laughs> This is Garrett's question. G-Dub. Which African coast is Somalia located on? Need a direction. Which... African coast is Somalia located on? Go east. That's correct, east. Yeah! He just guessed, Sam. No, I fucking knew, man. Corey, a.k.a. Alex, the surrogate for Alex over here. What city is graced with Michelangelo's David? Oh, God. The original. We're not talking the thing we have here in Sioux Falls downtown. Doesn't count. That's what I was going to say, too. So, <laughs> Statue David. What, say which state did you city. say? What city? You say which... Now, do I at least get to know, is this city in the United States? I will let you know it is not in the United States. It's in the European, uh, it's in Europe. I was going to say it's in the EU, but I'm not sure if this country is in the EU. It's in the European uh, area though. First, can Alex say if he knows the answer or not? Not say the answer, but does he know? I will allow him to say if he knows or does not know the answer, but that's it. I think I know it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So this one won't be a bad. Yeah, I won't be as sad I'm when, gonna, when it may be wrong. Okay, I'm gonna go with Rome, Italy. Final answer. That's incorrect. Florence, Florence. Rome, to be fair, Rome was my guess, Corey. Okay, okay. See, we're, on the, we're at least on the same wavelength, then. Garrett. 
Yo. In what year did Washington, D.C. become the capital of the United States? Uh, that'd be, uh, 1887. <laughs> <laughs> it is the, it's 1800 is the year. 1800. Oh, it was 87 years off. Fuck. Yeah, the Declaration of Independence was signed in 1776. So you think it took a huh? hundred years? Hey, mm-hmm. man, why do they need a fucking capital? They just got a country. Who's Russian here? <laughs> 1887. That's good. Cool. Corey. Oh, that was good. All right, I'm ready. Your next question, question number three. So far, the score is one to zero. Okay. Your question. What major river runs through Boston? I don't know, so. Geography is really not my forte. Let's see here. I'm going to go with the Thames River. T-H-A-M-E-Z. I mean, yes. It's the Charles River. Isn't the Thames <laughs> River in Egypt? <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was in... Yeah, I, anyway. I like that guess, though. I, so I, thought, I thought... No, I thought... No, Thames is uh, UK... Uh, the Tigris and Euphrates is uh, Egypt. Let's see. Mm, I see no Saudi Arabia. You're right. It anyway, is, the River Thames is it goes through London. You're right. Yeah. Either way, either way, oh, not possible. Doesn't every body of water lead into each other? I mean, any river lead into the ocean, which leads into yeah, another river. We don't call it the same thing. Technically, I'm right. <laughs> so they are connected. Corey, you can't bullshit through your entire life, okay? If you if you think about it, it's it's right. Listen, this is not Temple Run, all right? Uh, <laughs> Garrett, next question. Okay. What is the earliest known walled city? Had a wall around it. What's the earliest known walled city? Troy. Jericho. Ooh, that's a good... What? Okay. Biblical Old times. Jericho. Hmm. 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 <laughs> sure. Show on a map. Corey. You know, I, forgot to, I forgot to ask, and I know you got, I got two more questions. Why are, are we doing uh, geography trivia? Because this, that's, I mean, the first the first game com, sh- the first game when we did was a, a driving test. Okay. And then last week it was just random trivia. And okay. this week it's geography. I'm trying to get a well-rounded co-host here. You understand? Or hosts. I want to point out, last week when we played, Garrett only chose entertainment, and I only chose science. That's why I needed to pick something else than those two. I also knew that you were going to be playing, and so I knew, I figured for some reason in my head, I was like, he'll he'll know science, entertainment, I can't pick those. I thought, for some reason, geography was one I was like, he probably is not good at this. And I was correct. You are are definitely correct. Here's your next question, though. And once again, these are randomly assigned questions that I grabbed. I did not pick this one for you. When facing Mount Rushmore, which president's head is farthest to your left? When facing Ooh. Mount Rushmore, which president's head is farthest to your left? Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Herbie Hancock. Man, I'm going to go with, as I'm thinking of it, George Washington. It is indeed George Washington. There you go. One point. Hell yeah, Corey. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> one to one, the game is. What? The game's one to one. Oh yeah, okay, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, don't choke, Garrett. <laughs> what do you think happened, Garrett? I thought I'm I had on two coattails, biatch. Here's your fourth question, Garrett. Which U.S. U.S. state has the most lighthouses? Which U.S. state has the most lighthouses? Rhode Island. <laughs> That's so fucking wrong. Hold on. Hold on. Can I? It's too late. You uh, said it. What? I didn't lock it in. <laughs> okay. Hold on. You know what? I was taking a drink, so I will give you another chance. Because since you said hold okay. on before I was done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to go with. <laughs> you gotta uh, go with what? Florida. No wait. Yeah, Florida. Florida. <laughs> what idiot? Michigan. 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 No. <laughs> wow. I mean, I wasn't even close. Corey, here's your next question that you'll be answering for Alex. What U.S. Okay. state receives the most annual rainfall? What U.S. state receives the most annual rainfall? Um, oh, come on. This is easy. Seattle. What state? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> um, come on. Okay. You're fucking kidding me right now. Seattle is in Oregon. Oh, for fuck. Oh, Washington, Jesus. Washington. 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 I'm locking in Washington. Seattle, Washington. Lock it in. Seattle. The answer is Hawaii. Got him. Really? Oh, that still, I still have Seattle. What do you think Oregon. it was going to be? <laughs> that was my guess, too, is Washington. <laughs> I was going to say Washington State, so it would have been wrong. <clears throat> Garrett, here's your next question for the chance to zoom up ahead. What Latin American country shares its name with a nut? Latin America country. Shares I know uh, and it's not hazelnutty. Um, I'm say, I'm gonna, so which country you said? Yes. Yes. Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Yeah. It is Brazil. Correct. Brazilian hey. D's nuts. <laughs> Hazel nuttia. <laughs> Hazel nuttia. Cacao, you <laughs> Corey, your final question with a chance to tie it up, or else Garrett's going to walk away with this one for the first time in this series of games. <laughs> what is the Windy City? <laughs> oh, for fuck. What the is city? the Windy City? Fuck. <laughs> I know what the Electric like City is. One. You know the answer, Gary? Yeah, you fucking right, I do. God, you know nothing. No, you yeah, do you know the answer? Do you know the answer? Yeah, you want me to answer it for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just was curious. Corey, what's uh, the Electric the City? Win- the Windy City. No Googling. I can hear your buttons clicking. I am not Googling. Corey, I can 
I'm uh, literally behind you right now, and you're Googling. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> Did you look behind you? <laughs> Windy Ah, uh, gosh. Kansas, because of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, man. <laughs> Incorrect, it's Chicago. I had no idea. Corey, Corey, what's the electric city? <sighs> Scranton. Las Vegas. The electric city. Come on, the office. Fuck you. Uh, Corey, we should have we should have phoned a friend. Garrett, I want to call you. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett. Yes. Um, exactly. Here, hold on a second. No, I I thought I won. <laughs> no, you did win. You did win. I just wanted to okay. ask you the last Ooh. question I had for you. Uh, because I am curious if Corey would have got that if you guys would have tied it up. Okay, do I have the opportunity to steal the last question if he doesn't know it to tie it up for a sudden death? No, death match? I, you know what, no. uh, Garrett? There's no way there he fucking no knows this. There's so many possibilities. I'm gonna if he can get this shot in the fucking dark. I'll let you answer first though, and he can't pick okay. the same answer as you. I don't want any of that okay. bullshit. Okay. What city? Which city has a building nicknamed the Walkie Talkie Building? Oh, which city has a building nicknamed the Walkie Talkie Building? New York, New York. That is not right, Corey. What's your answer? Oh, you man. better not fucking go. You have ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, Dallas, four, Texas. It's not Dallas. It's London. London. Ah, whew. There you go. Uh, all right, there you go, Garrett, with the the uh, first win in this. So I'm going to set put Garrett on the on my little board here. Garrett, yes, one game. There we go. That was a two to one victory. Once again, all these victories have always been two to one or one to zero. So uh, suck it, Trebek. But before I let you go here, Corey, we are going to talk about a little something called uh, the Shield trailer. Have you watched it yet? I did watch the She-Hulk trailer. All right. All right. Other... Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustration. Uh, She-Hulk uh, appearing on Disney Plus August 17th. What did you guys think of this trailer? I, I liked it. I mean, uh, I liked it... Uh... You know, I thought it was fun. I think it, Alex was talking about it with me briefly before the show, and it was fun, but like, I don't really understand what the plot is besides, ooh, there's a Hulk. But, uh, no, I'm and very CGI excited that they're the uh, bringing territory. <clears throat> Definitely early concept, though, because hopefully they have some much more editing to do on that Shield, because I was like, woof, a little bit. She I think the effects look good. I mean, that was part of it. So the whole thing is that, like, it didn't seem, it seemed like a fun little introduction to uh, Jennifer herself, but then it also yeah. kind of went like on the the way into the forest. I was like, I don't, I don't, I just want to get the show. I don't know if I really cared so much for this one, just because there wasn't anything to it outside of Bruce Banner talking 
and trying to stealth her into being a superhero. So, I mean, there's got to be obviously going to be more coming down the line. Um, it was okay. I mean, but, I honestly could have lived without seeing that. But the contemplation itself is, is why the heck are we doing She-Hulk when we haven't even gotten a good opportunity with Hulk? They nerfed him. We haven't got him at his best. I want more. What the heck, Marvel? What are you doing? And it's if it's because of your rights with Universal, buy them. You're rich as fuck. We uh, we saw Tim Roth, though. We saw Abomination. That's true. That's true. Back. I believe um, doesn't Universal own the rights to Namor, Hulk, uh, Super Scroll? Not the Scrolls, just Super Scroll. And then also, I don't think Namor anymore. I don't think Namor anymore. Oh, they might maybe drop that. Black Panther. Uh, it's just Hulk. Because then, it's like I think he can only show up in team up projects. He can't show up in solo projects. Yeah, let me look into that real quick while you guys talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Hulk like looked amazing. Like uh, when we saw him in the end credits of Eternals. Like Bruce Banner, I was like, oof, is this guy about to keel over? Like, he looked horrible. So I think they're like, whoa, mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't try to kill off the Hulk this early. Because, like, guy looks... I mean, the Hulk itself, like, look, he looked better. Like, his arm was, like, back to fully full size. and um, Must have pumped himself full of more gamma, you know? Cool. Hey, as long as he gets to be a good part out. of this show. Cause of experiments. Because I feel like he's feel like because you know he, Mark Ruffalo has even gone and said it's like I feel like it's a passing of the torch. It's like the only torch you had was in uh, Avengers and a little bit of Age of Ultron. Otherwise, what torch are you referring to? You're holding a match. Because we haven't gotten your hey, You're gonna make him angry. I you wouldn't like him. I, 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 I he needs to be angry. Yeah, I think they're counting. Gap though, is way the, out of this uh, one. I know, but I think they're counting uh, Incredible Hulk as his Hulk, and it's just a continuation. Hmm. That's disappointing. Yeah. <clears throat> Very I know. So- someday you would hope they'd get a movie, but who knows? Uh, they unfortunately, I think Thor Ragnarok probably is his movie. He shows up in it way more often than he does in anything else. He's relatively competent. And in Endgame, Hulk has a lot more to do just for the fact that he's always the Hulk. So. They'll kill him off and then they can have She-Hulk be the Hulk for us. And then there's no rules about that. Corey, you may be uh, on the ball here that there might have been some more rights that were uh, given up. Because as of... I couldn't find anything new. But as of 2017... Universal still own the rights to Abomination, the leader, uh-huh. She-Hulk, and then they shared rights, Hulk, Betty Ross, and General Ross with Marvel, and then Namor was uh, Universal. Um, but now that She-Hulk's a Disney Plus series, and she was before fully Universal Pictures, that must prove that, yeah, they did give some rights back. So I wonder where the rest uh-huh. of these guys fall. Then. Right. Because remember, that was the thing. Why Why don't we have we seen another Hulk movie? Well, it's because it's Universal and the rights, and he can only show up in team of <laughs> movies. And that's so, where I thought the rule in place was. Stupid. Very stupid. So we'll we were talking about it in our uh, live show uh, this last weekend with uh, 
Backlot 605, a comic book look, and the best friends group, uh, we were all like, you know, Incredible Hulk's not that bad a movie. It's actually pretty good. Just, uh, mm-hmm. you can just tell it wasn't really built to be in uh, in the cinematic universe. You guys know, since you brought up Incredible Hulk, it's now being confirmed as canon that uh, Peter's teacher from No Way, you know, from the Homecoming trilogy, is the same person in the lab in the movie holding the piece of pizza. Yeah. It has not been confirmed, Dude. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we talked about that on uh, Saturday also. So, mm-hmm. um, Speaking of which, Batlock605, if you want to go there, we were on their podcast, so when their podcast comes up uh, later this week, uh, you should go there and listen to that. We were on there with, as Garrett just mentioned, a couple of uh, people that have been on the show before, Comic Book Look, and also... Uh, uh, we've been on Backlot 605 a couple of times there. So, you know what? It looked okay. It looked enjoyable. It, it's going to be the storyline. It kind of looked like Charles Soule's storyline when she's in charge. Well, this always fucking happens. She's a lawyer, obviously. She's always been a lawyer. And she's protecting now superheroes. So that's the way she's going to be introduced into this world. Um, and it looks like she's going to be uh, Abomination's legal counsel. Uh, and then, obviously, he does something. Maybe he gets out and... She has to bring him back. You know, he broke bail. Who knows? So, How does she get her powers? Well, in, I mean, originally, she does a blood transfusion with Hulk uh, because she almost dies and she he's the only person who matches her. And then she, that's how she gets the powers. In this series, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe that. Sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we'll see. Looking forward to Miss Marvel's the next one, and then we'll have this one after that. And then in between, we get a little thing called Thor. Love and Thunder, uh, that will <clears throat> be in our ears and eyes in July. So um, it's not looking that bad. And then also, not Marvel related, but as Corey, since we have Corey here, Obi Wan. I mean, uh, oh um, yeah. I mean, Obi Wan's going to be cool and all, but you know, I'm definitely watching uh, Stranger Things from midnight to uh, 5:30 a.m. Uh, the- if you want to join me live. Uh, you will be by yourself because I'm not going live, but I will be watching Stranger Things from midnight to 5.30 a.m. <laughs> on uh, Friday, May 27th. And then I'll take a nap, and then I'll watch Kenobi. Because isn't that yeah. like how you guys like to watch your shows? You make it so painful that you have to stay up all night and watch every episode just so yeah, you don't get it spoiled together. for if you. If you're a true fan, if there's a true fan, there's no such thing as limits when it comes to your fandom. So... If that's the uh, mentality that you have, I don't know if you should be hosting. You should be immediately replaced by Alex as the winner in uh, the contest because uh, you're not sounding like a true fan. Hey, man, when you got to work at 7 a.m. the next morning. You know, I I didn't even realize that was coming out next week. Yeah. First, First volume. What, Obi-Wan Kenobi? So they're going to the, 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 the first, first five episodes, four? and then July 1st is the second four. Okay. And they're doing the same fucking thing with Better Call Saul. I got everything. The finale is on Monday. Then it's going to come back in July for the last half. I blame goddamn Harry Potter. <laughs> it is Harry Potter's fault. It started the trip, for sure. Yeah. Can't do everything at once anymore. Well, Corey, thanks for playing. If you want to do a little sign-off, we'll speak to you next time. Absolutely. This is hashtag guest host one signing off. Stay classy, San Francisco.
And I got a little Corey, hashtag SOS1. I uh, played for Alex today and got that big L. Uh, Garrett walked away with the W, as that's his Ooh. last name. So, um, two to one in those games. So, we'll play another game next week, see where they're at. But let's talk about some Okay, books. hold on, real oh. quick. Before we move on, I saw, I see the slogan that Disney Plus put for She Hulk. It says, You'll like her when she's angry. I'm like, Oh, God, I roll. So dumb. <clears throat> Not good. And comics coming out this week for 517, 518, 2020, middle of May. Feels like it just fucking started. May flowers. You know, it so quickly merged into like summertime. I don't even know. I don't even think we really had a spring. It was like cold. Nope, it went from <clears throat> cold to now hot. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the weather here in a second. Nightwing number 92 by Bruno Rondaldo and Tom Taylor. Bloodhaven mayor Melinda Zuko is in trouble pretending to work for Blockbuster while secretly trying to make him and his gang of criminals down. Excuse me. Take him and his gang criminals down by also working alongside Dick Grayson to uplift uplift the city. But as his half-sister sharing the last name of the man who killed his parents, it's a lot to juggle. And enough for one to accidentally let slip a secret or two in the wrong company if she's not careful. Meanwhile, Nightwing and Oracle cuddle up and decide to finally define their relationship. Garrett, what do you think? Uh... Nightwing's been incredible. Um, we have so much going for this series. Uh, a Tom Taylor, uh, Bruno Redondo. You got, you know, puppies and Barbara Gordon and crossovers. You got Flash. You got uh, Superman, Son of Kal El. I mean, this book is just so much fun, and I truly think it's like a central DC book. And every time it comes up, I'm so excited to read it because uh, after that shit show, that was Rick Grayson, which. God, I wish I had a hole in my brain like uh, Rick had in his. Uh, that uh, that series was bad. So excited to have more Nightwing and uh, yeah, just loving this book right now. There you go. Black Hammer number Reborn number 12 of 12. Jeff Lemire and Caitlin Yarsky. Multiple worlds collide in this final issue of the hit Black Hammer superhero saga where villains and heroes unite to stop that multiverse from unraveling. Uh... I am behind in this series, but I had to put this on there because this is a series which it sounds like they might be concluding the whole Black Hammer thing uh, with this final issue. The cover looks fantastic. And so I'm excited to uh, get this thing wrapped up and then I'm going to binge all the rest of them and and, uh, probably cry to myself. So That is kind of sad if it is the end. Like, that's the end of an era. I mean, how when did that start? 2016? Is that when Black Hammer started? I think so. It started around that's the time uh, we started this podcast, so yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Speaking of six which, years, speaking of which, this month it's six years we've been doing this show. Whoa. I feel I fail every day of one of those years. <laughs> what were you saying, Alex? I said it's a long time, boys. Been talking comic books forever. Gosh. Staying strong. So I'm excited to see what Jeff Lemire does there. We'll talk about Jeff Lemire a little bit later today. Garrett, are you caught up on Black Hammer? I am. I am probably 11 issues behind, so no surprise. Right? Uh, Thor, number 25, Donny Cates, uh, and various others. 
uh you know it's martin kakulo and various others jeff shaw on the cover banner of war part two the 60th anniversary celebration continues in the second installment of a crossover between hulk and thor uh garrett what do you think here 60 years uh well i read part one uh i think yesterday uh which is uh Banner versus uh, Thor, and it was incredible. Um, I don't want to spoil Thor or Hulk for I don't know if either of you getting those series, but uh, where Thor is right now is so fucking awesome, and also in Hulk's book. So uh, pretty nuts that their 60 year anniversaries kind of coincide uh, the same year, and so it's going to be a five issue crossover. And uh, part one was incredible, so I can't wait for part two, which is Thor 25. You know, it says various artists. Huh? It says various artists and various writers, but I only see Donny Cates and Martin Kakulo, uh in the inside cover credited with this. Hmm. So I don't know why why that's on there, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, Savage Avengers number one, David uh, Papros and Carlos Menno. Uh, all new, all different, all dangerous team assembles since his exile from the Hyberin Age. Conan the Barbarian has conquered the most dangerous foes, the modern modern marvel universe has to offer but what happens when this hard edge cemeterian finds himself on the run for the cybernetic soldier of the future known as deathlock outgunned and outmatched conan must turn to an unlikely group of loners berserkers and killers if he hopes to survive the night but can these savage avengers defy deathlock's murderous manhunt or will they be the next targets in his crosshairs of tomorrow i saw this i'm gonna be 100 honest I saw Electra in the Daredevil costume, and I was like, I would, I'll, read, I'll, read, I'll at least read this first issue. So, uh, this is the... They had one of these before, so it's like the reboot Savage Avengers. I know you used to read the old one, right, Alex? Yeah. So, we'll see how it goes. The art looks good. I looked at the preview, so... Hopefully, it's a little entertaining. I've been trying to get, you know, dip my toes into a little bit more Marvel these days, so we'll see. Uh, I hate this place. Number one, Kyle Starks in Art Grimm... Uh, Topolin and Lee Luridge series premiere for fans of Gideon Hall's and homesick pilot after inheriting a farmhouse Trudy excuse me Trudy and Gabby are ready to start the next chapter of their lives together except it's already home to a mysterious force that's attracted ghosts aliens and all kinds of supernatural beings for decades now Gabby and Trudy must play by the house rules in order to survive living amongst the most frightening creatures on earth in this new series from Kyle Starks and Art E.M. Toplin. What do you think here, Alex? Well, you know, honestly, more different than I thought it was going to be. I saw the I Hate This Place, thought of I Hate Fairyland, got all excited. And then when you were given the description for this, because I hadn't read the description, uh, I waited for you to tell me that Sam and Dean were going to show up to kick some ass. I'm actually kind of intrigued. I might actually give this book a, uh, a fair shot to see if it blows my mind. It's either going to be really good or like Spider-Man 2 from 2014, 2015, I built it up too far, and it's going to be a pile of shit. I like how you, you picked this book, and you had no, no clue what it was about. You just saw the title and was like, that sounds like a book that I'd like. But it does sound like a book that I would like, because I even heard, thought of, um, oh, what was the book that we read from Scotty Young? and uh, Middle West. Yeah. Nope, nope, the other one. You only love um, me, only love me oh, in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The me you love in the dark. Yeah, that's what it sounds as well. Like there's other things in this house. I'm actually kind of excited for this book. So, 
Uh, I'll be going to pick that up this week. Word. Uh, I saw the uh, last house on the left. Is that what it's called? Last house in the lake. What's what? the series called? Oh, the nice, the nice house on the lake. Oh, the nice house on the lake. Um, one of these fucking apps. I forget which one now. Had like the first six uh, issues, so I started reading. It's pretty good. It's good, good, dude. It's so good. That's James Tinian the fourth. I also got a little preview book uh, when we had free comic book day, speaking of which. And uh, I saw a little preview for DC books coming up. Uh, there's some good ones in there. Chip Zdarsky taking over for at 175 on Batman. And uh, yeah. I can't wait. July. Did you guys get that uh, Bone Orchard prelude? For, I did. haven't uh, read it yet, though. Jeff Lemire's right uh, Horrorverse. I read it. It's awesome. Definitely check it out. It's scary. Uh, speaking of scary, Alex, how's the weather looking? You know what? The weather's fantastic. Today was fine. You know, a little humid, a little cool. I had people telling me that they were chilly, and I just wanted to tell them to shut the hell up. Because guess what? It wasn't. A little cool breeze just helps keep you refreshed. We had a weird rainy, not rainy, rainy, not rainy moments for like five hours. Couldn't decide what the hell I wanted to do. At one point in time, not a cloud in the sky. The sun was out. There were still droplets of water falling on my face. So who knows? That's that's the South Dakota spring for you. In two weeks, it'll be summer. Ball sticking to thighs. Get ready for it. Get ready. Already are, man. Already are. I mean, my balls are sticking to my thighs. But oh, I say mine too. They, they haven't left in like two weeks. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be balls sticking to thighs, right? Your thighs just could stick the thighs. Well, you know what? But that doesn't tell you how hot it is to know that right. you're going to stuck to your thighs. It's Listen, like a light brushing. All I know is we have we have a two percent female listenership, and they they have no balls stick the thighs. So their thighs. Well, their thighs. they are in luck then. They don't have to worry about things stuck to their it's, thighs it's or sitting hot. on them. It's still hot out there for everybody. Still hot. Though I do I do uh, I kind of get jealous that they could wear a sundress. It looks like it flows well. You get a lot of air in there. Meanwhile, I gotta Margaret, wear. Margaret, no one's saying you can't. Listen, but, but we would tell stories. I just wanted your permission. <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for. So, uh, <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> was that you, Garrett? Huh? Oh, no. Nope. Sounded like was that your laugh? I laughed. It I sounded like my, some, my leg. It sounded like some pans fell in the background. Like somebody, somebody's near a kitchen and pans fell down. But that was you laughing. Man, shattering the sound barrier there, Al. RainbowComicsAndCars.com, definitive source for all things comics. This forecast has been brought to you by RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, online, anytime. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. We have, uh, uh, you know, listen here. We talk about comic books every week, and... uh, (laughs) Once, you know, it depends how much issues it has and how long it takes. But every once in a while, uh, we all pick a book for a book club. Uh, Garrett, what's that book club called? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents. Book club. <laughs> Sorry. Now you've got me so trained to want to just do that. Uh, Trillium. By Jeff Lemire and Jeff Lemire, you know. The <laughs> Jeff Lemire. Wow. 
<laughs> Trillium issue six, seven? Seven. Issue seven of eight. What do you guys think here of uh, Trillium seven? Well, um, I think it was a lot like issue six, where there's still a little bit of craziness going on for the confused timeline. Um, there was a reconciliation the last, like, sixth of the book, so it was only a few pages that uh, Nika and William reunite. Uh, but you can definitely tell the plot is, uh, you know, picking up pretty fast. Uh, because, you know, the aliens are interacting with Nika and her timeline and William is starting to uh, see visions of Nika and that's how he ends up finding her. And so things are still ramping up. It's still kind of confusing, but, uh, you know, the art's holding up and the story's not difficult to follow, I think, in issue seven. It's just, again, I thought that we'd get somewhere new and it kind of felt like it didn't feel like filler. Like I thought issue six felt like, but it did feel like a very snail's pace for there being one more issue. I think that's the thing is that there's one issue left to wrap up everything. And I don't feel like we're there quite yet. Now I, this is my first read through, so I don't have any expectations and I know Jeff Lemire can handle, uh, wrapping up a book in one, one issue. Not a big deal. But not that, and it didn't, like you said, did not feel like filler. But there's also no, for me, did not feel like there was a lot of new experiences being had. Because you get, you get Paul who is following Nika, and Nika runs into one of the blues, and Paul shoots her, or shoots the alien. And then just, she jumps through the machine. That's what the blue alien shows Nika. Hey, you know, the ruins weren't for ruins sake they're actually there to hide the machine and now the machine can help you jump through time oh, oh okay that that's cool and maybe now that i'm I've, I've read enough books and i've read enough weird things i mean we've got one other book tonight that had plenty of weird stuff going on uh this still seemed relatively tame as to what it had been even two issues ago yeah so i mean i I don't think there's much to say. Like, there wasn't much to say last week. Uh, I feel like, yeah, we're going to have to see how it sticks to the landing. Um, but it is far superior than what I remember from when reading it when it first came out. So I think maybe reading it all at once is uh, a much better experience than months at a time. I, I think you grew as a reader, though. I mean, when you probably yeah. read this, you were mostly just DC. And then Marvin corrupted you, and I, I'm sure, I, hopefully I added a little bit to that corruption of you reading other things than just uh, the Superman. Alex, but back then, you weren't even, he was more willing to try than you were, because you didn't read this back then. No, I was being cheap back then. Now look at me, blowing my money on all sorts of shit. I don't even read half the shit I get anymore. <laughs> I sit like I do the show and I sit in my room of uh glory and awesome toys and I'm like, man, this is super, super sweet. No one ever gets to see it, but it's super cool. And then I look over at my books going, hmm, I've maybe read half of those. Get back on that. When you say that though, is it very uh it's very important to to help the the listener here make a visual in their head. When you say half of those, how much, how many comics is half? Let's go with probably by now, 
almost 9,000. Wow! Alex, I was expecting 50, 60, not 9,000. You were expecting 16,000? No, 60 books, 50 books. I think you meant like that that's on your stack to read. Oh, dude, Marvin, you should see the stack I have to read right he now. He took a lot of weeks off of legitimately books that I still need to read. There are two totes in my downstairs living room. Uh, one is mostly full. I imagine each stack holds probably about a hundred books. So at least for weeklies. So you mean new they, stuff that you read and constantly get on a recurring basis. You have about 200 to read, but you have yes. collections that you've purchased that are in long boxes that you haven't even looked at. Correct. That are about, bring it up to about 9,000. Oh, I'm not saying 9,000 books left to read. I'm saying my whole collection is 9,000. I said, what's half, bro? You said you haven't read 45, half of them. 4,500. <laughs> 4,500, okay. <laughs> How many do you have left to fucking read to catch up? 4,500. <laughs> Oh my god. No, of my weeklies, the two hundred, like two hundred and fifty. Okay. Hey man. Just do ten a day for twenty some days. And yeah. then by the time he gets there, he'll have two hundred more. And so, you know. Yeah, still I'm still getting books at the end. Now the only nice thing is like my books come at the end of the month. And I tell myself, hey, I can read a couple. It doesn't normally happen, but I, I could do it. Listen, next man. time you go and and I know this is not your style, but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Next time you go walk the dog, bring a comic with you. Read along the way. <laughs> you know, I was gonna read Trillium tonight while I walked my dog. Just going, hey, I can kill one bird one stone while walking the dog. Read my book. It'll be fine. Too much crinkling, though. <clears throat> and, well, l- luckily, Listeners, I read it on my. You heard it here first. One bird, one stone. So. <laughs> 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 just throw it really fucking hard <laughs> through that bird <laughs> uh there you go trillium number uh seven uh we also have been playing a little catch up speaking of catching up uh for our feature this week we were gonna talk about two series in which we've caught up on and haven't talked about it in a little bit and so we thought we would talk about them saga by brian kivon and fiona staples being one of them and then uh, Deadly Class with the uh, Rick Remender and uh, Wes Craig being the other one. Let's start first with uh, Deadly Class. You guys have a lot of things to say about that. Uh, how were, how was it catch up Deadly Class? What do you guys think? Up to issue 52. Well, I declared my comic book love for issue 52 because I thought it was like a really beautiful retrospective sort of take on uh, Marcus and Maria, you know, they're like in their 30s they is okay let me start over real like the weird thing about this book is that the timing is all over the place so i feel like obviously we're in the end game we are on the last arc but man have they time jump like crazy like for a story that was about a school of assassins man have they jumped so far past that but It is kind of beautiful because it's Marcus and Maria in their 30s, you know, looking back on their lives. Uh, Maria's not doing so hot. Marcus is living like an average Joe life, not really doing anything with it. Uh, And it's uh, honestly, it's a little depressing, but it's told in such a very beautiful way that I'm like, 
it does it does get to you because you know you've through these 52 issues you know reading uh about mm. these characters and getting to know them uh it is pretty disheartening when you start seeing like the decline of health and maria and uh, marcus struggling to be able to assist her so it's I thought it was a very beautiful issue, 52, but Alex had the gall to tell me that 51 was better than 52, which I'm like, what? I think a part of it is that it went from 51, where uh, 51, honestly, is just an action-packed issue of Marcus killing everybody who's in the way. He was hired by the cartel's, I'm going to call her wife, to kill the boss, and then to find out that the boss's wife was, in fact, Maria. Uh, and they come to this notion of almost like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith moment where they're bashing each other. You still can tell Marcus loves her. Then the cartel turns against her, and now they're teaming up to kill everybody. And then we go forward in, what, a year or a couple years down the line, and Maria and Marcus are together, and, oh, they're in so much love. But in the back of my head, I can't get out of my head uh, issue 44, where we see Maria cheating on Marcus, and I'm like, but I get you guys love each other, and you always have-ish, kind of. You sleep around with everybody. Um, I, I didn't feel that, that love, I didn't feel that connection, because in the back of my head, I just waited for Maria to then yet again stab him in the back, or, you know, go get plowed by a tree, or on a tree, or, you know, leave him for someone else. Or uh, Alex. Uh, they've changed. The she's changed. Un- yeah, changed. She changed because down the line, she's like, you know what? I'm gonna get sick. Hey, she issue 44 was like a year and a half ago, but comic book time it was like 15 years ago. She's she's getting weak, and she's like, you know what? I need to settle down. I tried issue- to take over the cartel. It bit me in the ass. Um, I just I'm gonna find this guy, and he's a schmuck. If I remember correctly. Issue 52 is 2006, and yes. uh, issue 54, excuse me, not 54, 45? 51. Uh, no, 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 not 51, which is the one with the, the, the tree incident? 45, right? Yeah, I think that's in the that 90s. Was, that was still like early. late 80s, early 90s, so like yeah, 15 years has passed by, Alex. Let's let's give her a break, all right? Uh, no. <laughs> I like it, but no. I'm just saying that the I think part of it was like Garrett, you sold me into this book going, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry, and I got to the moment where I thought I would cry, and I'm like, yeah, okay, shit happens. And damn, unfortunately, and unfortunately, a, it does happen. A goddamn cold heart over here. Uh, I know. I'm like, geez, what has Corey done to you? He lost them again. That's what he fucking did. I thought you I thought you something here. Fifty one, I liked a lot, and I also like fifty two. Uh, a lot too just because it was so different than what we've seen before it seems like these you know retired criminals trying to get past that trying to do you know live the straight life all again and realizing how hard it is you know kind of reminded me of it even though it's the comparison is uh very light but you know kind of remind me of sean chink uh when morgan freeman's character gets out and he doesn't know what to do and he's he's like he takes a job and it's he doesn't like the way people talk to him and it's a low paying job and he doesn't feel like he's as important as he was before and he's finally just like in that at least he's finally like fuck it like I'm just gonna leave uh, and go find my friend you know this one almost it seems like uh, that the past life is gonna come back and force them back Maria is uh, at a point now where she's 
has an autoimmune disease and uh, slowly, slowly uh, being succumbed by this disease. And then you have Marcus, who is willing to go back, but always packed on a couple pounds, you know, a couple potato chips in the stomach. And uh, who knows how good he is still. Because at the end of this comic, which the one um, gripe I have about uh, about this comic is at the end there, for a second, I thought, mm. that, was, I thought that was Marcus still. And I was like... I was like, who's his character? Why does he look way older? I thought we had another time jump and he was like way older, but it didn't state that. Uh, it just said a different location. So it took me a while to remember who those characters were because we haven't seen them for a while. And then I remembered, I looked at it like twice, three times to get it. And I was looking at the characters and being like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? And I kind and then I was like, oh, okay. So it looks like the old life is coming to, what they've done in their past lives is coming to bite him in the ass now and come back at them. Uh, and so they're going to be forced back into this. And I am kind of interested now that I feel like Marcus proposing to Maria was him saying, I'm willing to move on from my old life. Let's make something together in our new life. And now he's not going to get that opportunity because of what's going to happen. Do you guys think it's Shabnam? I do think, yeah. Yeah. There was that one was panel like- when I look back. And you kind of see like the outline of his glasses and stuff. And I was like, that's that motherfucker. And when he's like walking away, I was like, that's that fat fuck. He's back. Yeah. Man. Because his uh, his girlfriend was on the news, you know, as a politician. So, Brandy. Man. But I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the art was incredible. And like, I thought uh, it was really moving and. I thought one of the best I, issues of the entire series, like the emotional fallout from yeah. everything that's happened up to that point was just, I think, encapsulated in that issue. By the way, I don't think, Alex, you're wrong about 51. 51 was a blast. Art-wise, fantastic. I enjoyed all of it. Uh, I enjoyed how great Marcus was. I think it's nice to read those back-to-back because you can see how much his life has turned into a safe kind of life that they want to move on from. Because you see those two in 51 be like that, and then 50, excuse me, 51 be like that, and then 52, them trying to be domestic uh, uh, spouses in a world that they just find fucking boring, dude. And that's not, there's even that part where uh, he's like reading Catch in the Rye, and the person on the bus says, he goes, I'm trying to catch up in the classics. He goes, oh, I thought that was, everybody read that in high school. And he's like, yeah, I kind of dropped out early. And it just goes to prove like how much of a normal upbringing these two really didn't have. And now they're trying to, you know, get into that normal lifestyle. But how much time has passed and are they even going to be able to do that anymore? It's time, much time passed since then. So uh, it's going to be ending here soon. 56, I believe. Right? 54? 56? One of the two. Uh, 55, I believe. Oh, 55. So we have... Uh, Three issues. Another left. year, another year left to go. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, another book though that we caught up on and, and we that we waited three years to get restarted again. But ever since then, always coming out uh, on time. Next issue I think comes out next week. Uh, saga caught up a little saga here, uh, all the way through issue. What was it, no relics? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Uh, what do you guys think of catching up on Saga? Go ahead, it's, so Al. it's so good. This this was the epi- the issue that felt the most like Saga did when I first started reading it, where there was enough weird things to when I turn the page and I'm seeing that dude's penis just hanging out. I'm like, okay, 
this does this does feel like saga where I definitely couldn't read this at work. Uh, you got Hazel and Squire working with the band to get you know do something to keep themselves occupied while Elena's away. Elena's out. Is she selling drugs or is she running something else? No, she's running. She's running drugs. That guy, you know, right. the guy said, "Can you go there and deliver this last package for me and get my money?" And then, uh, like, he's doing a, a last run for that guy that they met. Uh, she does. She has been selling drugs, but this is her chance to go straight, like one big job uh, to get enough money to, to stop selling drugs. Okay. Um, and so then, uh, what's his name? Bam Bambazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, koala looking dude i know uh guitar is what her name is she's starting to get a little uh curious about his lifestyle and we find out what uh skipper does a little background check and he's willing to keep the secret not tell the rest of the crew unless bombazine gets in the way for a it's little good. price I, I for a little price he said we're uh i'm excited to see where this stuff is going to go for the end of this first arc he said for because a price and did you job did you a job for me i'll keep it under wraps I know, but what's that job going to be? I don't know. Obviously, because he even he even wants uh, Skipper to keep it away from the boss. And I thought Elena knew who he was. No, I think she thinks he really is like the dumb, lovable kind of guy, and he's trying to like leave. It's a similar deadly class, trying to leave the old life behind, and he doesn't really like want to associate associate himself with that again. And so uh, he is scared that them learning about this is going to bring that back up again. He's trying to leave that life. But you, at least we learn from this saga catch-up and Deadly Class, you can't bury your old skeletons. Yep. Not they're always going to come back to haunt you. It's like Friday the 13th, part 6, you're going to dig him up and, light, and he's going to hit him and that guy's going to come fuck him back alive, alright? Do you guys get that vibe that Elena's going to move on from Marco? Like, not necessarily like move on, but like She's going to um, do what Maria would do in a committed relationship. You no, know what I mean? Because, but I think I think Elena is is still in love with Marco. Because even when she talks to the, the dog guy about, oh, I, you know what? You said the wrong, you said just the words that dry up my vagina. And he goes, I didn't even know that was a possibility that that was going to happen. And he, the dog even says, I still love my wife. I'm pretty sure... Elena loves Marco to the end of time. Hey, if, if, do I remember correctly? And not the last issue, but the issue before that, that the robots are going to go at his skull? Yeah, well, well they have they, it. They have it. So from, the will uh, brought the, the skull will. to them. But I mean, now it he, sounds like Cleve got the skull back from the robots. Yeah, they were, I forgot. I, I forget because I actually have it keeping up this book monthly. And so I read the last issue two months ago that or the issue i'm speaking about and i remember the skull was a, a, a more important again that issue so i'm sticking by my theory i'm sticking by something with that skull that has magic in it so well and, I, and I think he's this, coming back as a ghost well it's in this specific issue when hazel talks about you know my dad's been gone for a couple years now um and i've i have known ghosts i don't think my dad is one right there kind of set that seed going i wonder if marco's gonna come back so one way or the Ooh, other. He's going to come back evil and I'll have to flip him back to the light side. Oh, shit. I mean, we've we've known, you know, Hazel is narrating the story, but she has been a narrator to hide stuff and to be unreliable. 
uh, based on her perspective. So I wouldn't be surprised because she has done before where she said, I know I said that my dad was dead, but I didn't want to let out of the back too early that he came back. So it, it's not because she's stating that he's dead now or never came back as a ghost now doesn't mean that he never will be because she will just say that she's like writing a story out and she wants to save the surprise for later. Um, yeah, right. Fantastic. The other thing is we see that who's do we know who the guy is, the one who likes to be dominated? Do we, have we met him? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. I don't. If we have, it was three years ago, and I don't remember who he is. Uh, but now he's the one who's being hired to hunt down Hazel and the family and everyone that she's ever met. Wait, no, he was the... Um, who was he in charge of? Um, he was the businessman. Um. Oh God, it's right there. Who was working for him? Oh, Prince Robot. He was the dude that was like consulting uh, Prince Robot before he went off on his quest. Ah, okay. He's that big uppity uh, rich guy. Okay, so then now he's the new hitman to go kill everybody that Hazel knows. Yeah, I guess he's the big guns because he like has. I know he has anger issues, but I haven't seen him do any violence per se. Gonna go take out our uh, my best friend uh, Goose over there, and I don't know if I can let Goose die. <laughs> I, I, and every it. time I see Goose, I see uh, I just think of you, Mark. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> he's gonna put in a target on Goose. Watch out. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that I you know losing Marco was tough. We've lost a couple other friends in this book. Uh, Goose is going to be the tough one to lose if it happens. Also, I have a hard time believing Goose will die. He's Honestly, when Marco died, I was shocked. I really didn't feel sad. I was more shocked. But when those uh, the people, ferret guys, when the ferrets died on that that uh, moon planet, that fucking broke me, bro. If that was it, sad. because they're so innocent and they were kids, so fucking Goose dies, I, I might not be able to recover. I don't know. This guy does has done nothing wrong. He's just a farmer. He's only done good things. And just uh, loves his walrus cow. He loves he, this guy's good vibes all around. And if he gets slaughtered by this sadistic uh, dickwad, uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I come back from that. That's going to send me to the deep valley, and uh, I will I'll never leave my house again. <laughs> we'll get you. A, we'll get you a goose plushie. You know like what? Actually, this issue ended and made me super stoked just to see what's down the line. Like I say that for a lot of books. You know what? The, this the, is the most sincere, though. Since its return, it's been a nice kind of bed of getting us used to where we're at now, who the characters are now, the scenario and, and the time frame that we are now. And then this issue at the end felt like, okay, here's the plot for the next you know, couple arcs is now they're being hunted again. When they think they're finally safe, now they're being hunted and even knowing this family is going to put you in danger, which is probably going to force Alana to have to come out of hiding to take care of it. Similar to deadly class, uh, which we would, we didn't know we weren't caught up on these books. We didn't know they kind of came together like this, but I think we're learning that you can't get rid of old demons. They always come back for a, a nice chat. So you got to recall Hashtag double tap, you know. Hashtag double tap. Always, you know, I saw a little movie spoilers for the new Scream 5. I, I saw Scream 5 three weeks ago, I think it was, and uh, he said that. Always got to shoot him in the head. Don't let him sit there. So, Right. Did you like it? 
It was okay. It was good. Yeah. There's things I, I like about it. Things I didn't like about right it. Right away. Yeah, but. yeah. That's kind of yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you know, actually, what you just said about the the goose plushie when 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 I we were talking about it, he was on the hit list. It's the first thing that popped in my mind. I was just like, I wonder if they have a plushie because then he'll be around forever. In my mind. <laughs> well, they made they made the lion cat. Well, they did, they've done Funkos. I know that. Uh, pretty sure there's a goose Funko out there somewhere, but I'm not sure. I know that Lion Cat had a plushie, but I'm like, how do you not make Goose as a plushie? He's got to be one. If nothing else, Marvin, we'll buy you a steel plushie and put some clothes on it. Ooh, better yet, we'll get him a baby seal. We'll kill it. Get a taxidermist, stuff it, give it to Marvin. Oh, there is one at Skybound.com. It's uh, plushy. How much? Garrett, I disagree with your choice. <laughs> uh, twenty-two dollars. That's not bad. That's nice. It's not bad. It's not, not nice. especially now when he's going to die in the books. You might as well pick it up, Marvin, before he gets. I was going to say, better pick him up now before he dies, and everybody goes buy that plushy for support. All right, <laughs> and then I'm not going to be able to find this guy anywhere, except for probably uh, a garage sale. Some old grandma's going to be selling and be like, "Yeah, do you want this? I think it's like a sea lion. It's a fucking seal." Sea lion, get the fuck out of here. His name is Goose, boy. It says his name over here is Gus. No, 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 no. I thought the same thing. Goose. Speaking of which, I did uh, watch Top Gun recently, and uh, <laughs> it feels like they're going to suffer the same fate. So I might get a. Uh... Hey, well, I just want to point out I watched, uh, my wife and I watched Hulu. There was a commercial for Top Gun Maverick. Uh, it tells me if I, God, what was it if I bought something? Oh, Pop Tarts, Mickey D's. I went somewhere to eat. Uh, I get tickets for free. Probably. What? That's how bad, how bad this movie is going no, to be. No, it's it's already been reviewed. Whoa. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got like a ninety six percent, bro. Dude, it is yeah. not going to be bad. It's taken like four years to get out, and it's all practical, like jet fighting scenes. Dude, like Tom Cruise actually flew a jet, and he said that he made that they made all his co stars also fly those jets. So, I mean, yeah. at the very it's, least, I have to see this movie because they risked their lives for it. All right? Uh, it's going to be amazing. Plus, plus, I got to watch this movie because you can be my wingman anytime. So. Oh, man. That's what I'm going to tell Gus. Like, we got to hear Highway to the Danger Zone. God, we got to hear uh, the Top Gun theme. You know, come on. That's what I need to happen, bro. When If Gus is going to succumb to it, he needs to be on the ground bleeding out. The walrus comes up and he just says, you can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> oh, Marvin cries. His blood. You could say family. like, you could say like any sad line. Like he could look up at you, lift up his arm and say, we are Groot. Nah, bro. <laughs> I think the, I think the uh, wingman line would be more sad. Okay. Take my breath away. Or take care of my cow. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good. Really good. Excited. Oh, man. Turn down the lights. Here we go. (laughs) There he is on the floor. I just feel bad uh, they, uh, you know, replaced uh, Carrie McGillis because, uh, well. Hey, she said herself, she looks like her age, so. Tom Cruise <laughs> has, you know, the, the blood of uh, young ones in him, so he's he's good. 
Right. Whatever he does in that Scientology building, I don't know. He still can't get that uh, front tooth, though, uh, off-center. You know what, though? You watch him in his old Top Gun, it's definitely uh, more apparent. So he got something done. Yeah. Oh, God. Just creased me out And time. unibrow in that movie. The whole fucking movie. Like, not even Tom like... Cruise? Not even like, hmm, I think he has unibrow. You know. And there's one part of the movie, they zoom in, you know. Once at comics.com. Go there. Once at comics605 at gmail.com. Email us about Tom Cruise's unibrow. I'll send you a picture of Tom Cruise's unibrow in that movie after this. Please tell me this episode's going to be called Tom Cruise has had a unibrow. Like, that's just, that's just so good. Middle tooth, unibrow. This guy was all about the one. Um, he also was uh, starting to lose his hair, so you know that motherfucker got plugs. Uh, Points of comics. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a cyborg by the time he dies. Points of comics Go there, subscribe to the show. Sit your radio, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, Spotify our number one place for a podcast. Uh, and then Apple Music, and then Google. Uh, Stitcher used to be number one. I don't know what happened. People don't use Stitcher anymore. I don't know what happened there. What's Stitcher? Yeah, it's a podcast thing you can get. Nap. Plugging it well. Uh com said that already. Go there and find our merch. Um new logo. And that you if you download this podcast, you notice new logos up. If you've been to our Twitter page, uh, that's when, at Wednesday Comics, you notice there's a new logo. Uh, a little homage to the old DC logo. A little parody. You posted it? I didn't know you posted it already. Motherfucker. It's out there, baby. I told you season seven was changing. It's we an doing honor. a sale? Is there a sale coming up? Oh, I haven't made the, I haven't made merch yet, but I can post it as merch. Um, oh, okay. I was gonna say, get that shit on the merch. Man. I have to go. I have to make a high res one, make merch of it first. Uh, uh, but in honor of SuperCon Retromania, went a little back into the past and uh, got that done there. Retromania, September thirtieth through October second. Go to SuperCon.com for more information. Wednesday Comics will be there, uh, so I'll also be there. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at the uh, Denny. Sanford uh, Premier Center. Actually, no, it's at the, what do you call that in the between? Convention Center. So <clears throat> that's where it'll be. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for you to check out the Twitter page, by the way. I know, I see it. I see the the banner has our the photo, uh, the new profile pic. That's <laughs> fantastic. There <laughs> you go. Good. You can find us, Karat2188 on Twitter. Alex, the AP Keaton. Alex is at AP Keaton. It's not Alex the AP Keaton. It's way too long to be a handle. And my actually, you know what? Marvin's Marvin underscore Sug World. That might be as long. Uh, which I might I might change that. You guys have one that people can remember. Mine's today too full. And nobody can spell my last name too long. Um, so look look forward to next week. I am doing a rebranding. Like I said, season seven, sea of changes. Uh, go to facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. And then also Visit our sponsors, rainbowcomicsandcards.com, rootsoftheswampthing.com, and supercon.com. Not really a sponsor, but, you know, we'll, we'll be there. Uh, we sponsored them. You understand? Uh, also, go visit our friends, Backlack605, film their final episode. We were on it. Three and a half hour show at their YouTube page. You can go to the YouTube page. It's up already. I believe the audio one will be coming out later. But the YouTube one was uh, filmed in front of a live audience, live streamed live streamed on their YouTube page, so it's already up there. You can go ahead and watch all of us argue about what's the best MCU movies and number 18, best movie ever. So, just letting you know right now. A, a little <laughs> confusion in the Wednesday Comics house. 
uh, led to a little uh, confusion at number 18. And I'll just let you. I'll I mean, um, uh, when you decide something as a team and then you decide <laughs> to not do anything close to what you had decided as a team. No, listen, yeah. on that show, I did say that for, for comedy reasons. But honestly, I just forgot. What we, what we what we agreed on. So I joked that down. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's like we had this huge game plan. Like, all right, let's do that. And then he fucking throws up Iron Man 2. And I'm like, son of I think a I, bitch. I think I was thinking Iron Man 2. And then you talked me out of it to do Iron Man 3. And then we picked a different movie. And then I just didn't remember we had that conversation. And so I wrote Iron yeah. Man 2. Man. Uh, and then I played it off like I made a move. But, you know. No, I called you out because I was like, well. Planning session, waste of time. <laughs> but if I would have picked Avengers, that would have been better because then all the Avengers movies end up in the list, and uh, at least two of them don't deserve to be on that list. So, um, what else? I think that's it. Go to WednesdayComics.com. Uh, see if you like the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Podcast, and uh, we'll continue the uh, game of games. See who's the best uh, co-host that I have. Two to one right now. Garrett has a chance to come back. Uh, we'll Ooh. see what we have on the ringer next week. But until then. My name is Ben Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, stay cool and keep turning those pages.